May 29th. May 29th. Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. We live. Yes, sir, man. We back at it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Man and Man Pod. I'm one of your co-hosts, Antoine, but they got my got my guy over there, D Butt. Yes, sir. Still repping. Still repping as you should. I respect it. Sitting on pins and needles. Got a big game tonight. But um, again, man, we're here again. We got a lot to talk about today. Got some F1, some Indy 500. We got some, obviously, some some Eastern Conference Finals basketball. We're going to talk about a huge, huge game seven going back to Beantown. Um, man, man we, got, we got a little bit of football to talk about. A little bit. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But how was your weekend, man? Uh, weekend was great. Weekend was great. First weekend out or done, you know, leading into summer for some of the kids. Um, had a pool day, first pool day of the summer. Um, weekend was awesome, man. Obviously, like you said, some, some good for me, a big racing day yesterday. Uh, obviously, you know, I'm a big F1 guy, but I tapped into the Indy 500. We both spent a lot of time in India, I think you seven years, me six. Um, so I had a chance to go out to one of the Indy 500 races. Um, but uh, watching it, great ending, uh, yesterday. But uh, it's good sports. Obviously, we missed some time, missed you last week. And then we had, I was, I think we was up 3-0 maybe at that point, maybe 2-0, I'm not sure. It was looking good was, for you guys. I was singing, I was celebrating, went back, flashback to you picking Boston at 7. I remember vividly somebody in the chat too, like, hey, AB could still be right. So I'm nervous right now, man. But glad to be back here on the Man to Man Partners, beautiful May 29th. Got a lot to talk about. Facts, man, facts. It's good to hear, good to hear. Um... Yeah, man. I got a lot to say about this Miami-Boston um, series. We're going to save that. You know, I think I'm going to have my same uh, feedback on F1 when we get to that. Uh, <laughs> but let's get to it, man. We're going to see y'all on the, on the other side. Yes, sir. Let's go. <laughs> So bad, must be the hustler in me that keep my foot on the gas. When you got it from nothing, then hard times ain't so bad. Just know I'm coming for everything that they said I couldn't have. I put my life inside it. Yeah, I kept it silent. Yeah, I played the field. That's how I feel about it. We put numbers on the board. We always up the score. Yeah, we stuck to the plan and never ran. Now they can't see man, man. Yeah, we talking. Man, oh man, they can't guard me. Man to man, they don't wanna see us. Man to man, they don't know how to beat us. Man to man, 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 man to man. 
Yo, yo, yo. Hey, first things first. Before we jump into all this shit, you start talking your shit. Today, the reason why it's a three-day weekend, four-day weekend for some, uh, Memorial Day. Uh, we're honoring those those soldiers who paid the ultimate price. Both of our families, military families, we come from military families, so um, we know this all too well. But uh, honor those who, who have served and who have given uh paid like i said paid the ultimate sacrifice um we got that brand up so we are honoring the heroes first and foremost on this beautiful uh monday uh any any thoughts any specific thoughts on memorial day uh and this weekend and what it what it means and what it should mean to everyone man you said you know um your parents my father you know uh served in the military so again salute to them um no selflessness you know, for for laying their lives on the line, you know, uh, protecting our country. So again, man, we appreciate you guys, you women as well. Absolutely. For everything, everything that you do for us. So again, man, salute. Big salute here from the man to man pod and family. Y'all are the family, and I know y'all feel the same. Um, that green you got on the day, what, what? man? It it it, it, it wasn't coincidence at all you know what i mean i just told I, you before, my soul a little bit right now. <laughs> you know what i'm saying i i told you before we jumped on i look everywhere i'm like i know i have something i have a fitted a snapback a jersey a t-shirt a towel or something that represents the celtics but <clears throat> this is what i came with um back in being town tonight game seven a huge game seven boston is they're looking to do something that nobody's ever done before. Down, down 0-3. Um, now they have it tied 3-3. Back at home. Um, honestly speaking, Jimmy Butler, Hemi Butler, your cousin. Yep. I've become a huge fan of his, right? Huge fan, just you know, just the, the type of baller he is, a leader he is, whatever the case may be. I really wanted to see him in the finals. And I think everybody can agree here is that you know, when it went back to, to Miami game six, it was like, yo, I think Miami has a great shot of ending the series. Yeah. But but if Boston can get that game seven back back home, it's gonna be a wrap. It's going to be a wrap. And I got something for you real quick. Well, where is A.B. going in this one and how many games? I need to hear a prediction right now. I'm going Boston in six, 4-2. They have home court advantage. It's going to be a tough matchup. Miami Heat, they're going to come out. They're going to be ready to ball. Most Boston, we spoke with him early in the show. He's going to have his team ready to play. Well, I think Boston might be the deepest team in the playoffs right now. So I'm going with Boston in six. And just We've had amazing postseason battles. But you know I'm going my hometown Heat. I think we're going to seek a little revenge from last year. Oh, who Jimmy Butler is. You know how he's wired, how that team goes around him. Give me my Heat in six. So I'm, I was off a game. I was off a game. I was off a game. But I got Beantown at seven tonight. Oh, hold on. My my drink, my, it might be my drink glitching. Am I glitching on your hand? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Oh, shit. See, they, they know, they know. <clears throat> game, ain't about to hear that shit. Game seven, Eastern Conference Finals tonight at 8.30 p.m. Y'all put it in the chat. Let me know. Let me and D-Button know who y'all got in this game seven. Boston or Miami? 
How you so first of all, you 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 talking like it's over already? Nah. Celtics have been one of the worst teams at home in the playoffs this year. Uh, did I want it to go to seven? Absolutely not. You up 3-0. We know, I think, before the Lakers got swept, it was teams were 0 and 149 to come back from that. Um, is my shit still tripping? Nah, you good right now. Oh, okay, okay, you, okay. Good okay. money. <laughs> Somebody said my hologram tripping out. <laughs> but, yeah, obviously you 3-0. You know, you want those closeout games are the toughest, man. And we had a chance to close it out at home. We had a chance to close out on the road. Celtics, so, hey, you know, they got they got they got three, they got two wins, they got three wins. You know, they got their three wins. We got ours first. Um, we're not losing four in a row. It's it's gonna be on the road, it's gonna be in a hostile environment. TD Garden will be jumping. I, I, I when I played in New England, you know, we had a good relationship with the team, went to a lot of big playoff series in that building. That building will show up and show out, but um, I still like my team. Coach Spo heard Coach Spo after the game six after that loss. And you saw how we lost three free throws. It's Jimmy, terrible game. He was having a terrible game. Fourth quarter, yeah. into the fourth quarter, he turned <clears> up, <throat> hit three huge free throws. Somehow, some way, nine tenths of a second got put back on the clock. Hey, and it was all the difference in the game. You got to play to the zeros on the board. Uh, but that's sports, it happens. I'm sure it's an explanation as to why it happened. Um, but but all that being said, I still like my heat. I wanted my heat in six. You wanted your Celtics in six. It's going to come down to one or the other in seven. And you know I ride with my heat, man. Full hey, ahead, man. Big, big time players, they show up in big time games, man. I'm expecting something. Um, I'm expecting some, some fireworks tonight, man. Honestly, you know, Jason Tatum, Brown, Marcus Smart. I mean, their whole team, they've been, they've been, these last three games, they've been, they've been balling. And um, they said it. Don't let us get a game. Don't let it smart. Hey, smart ball last game. <clears throat> Don't let us get a game. Um, them jokers will mess around and got three of them boys. Fourth team, fourth team in NBA history to uh force a game seven. Um, after being down 03. Now, the other nobody has succeeded. Um, I believe this is the first of the four teams who gonna actually have the game seven at home, though. Uh, the game set will be on the home court for the Celtics. But with all that being said, I'm still not worried. Um, when we get the brand of that, uh, did you see the NBA ref? Yeah. What was it, Eric Lewis? Yes. <laughs> yeah. What, what, once we get a little more, once we get a brand to talk about that or, or tweet or something, but we definitely, uh, definitely got to talk about that. That's um, oh, yeah, tripping. <laughs> OG tripping, man. And that, that's not the same ref who was when, when Jimmy made the layup. He was like, he made the face, like running back. Is that the same dude? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But OG tripped. Man, I remember watching that game, that Lakers Celtics game a few weeks back, regular season. When that when, when LeBron got all dramatic and went, yeah. I remember watching that game, like, yo, these refs owe some shit them last two, three minutes. So Old head, like you said, he tripping with the. It's one thing to be doing that on the court. I think the Celtics record like maybe thirty six and two, some crazy shit I saw. But then to be having a, a burner, the burner account, <clears throat> yo. OG tripping. He yeah. had to have granddaughter, grandson, or somebody. Hey, 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 baby. Uh, come, come set this. Uh, come set this. Uh, this Twitter account up for me. 
How did they? How did they? How did they find out it was his? Man, they finding out everything, bro. Come on now. I just want to know. I just want to know how they, how they how they pin the, the the burner down to him. And we know some people. I think KD probably made the burner account. That was when people realized, okay, like no matter who you are, it's cats out here burners. I saw somebody ask, "AB, you ever had a burner account?" I, I think I know the answer to this. Yeah, nah, hell no. Nah. Burner account vibes. Nah. Nah, no burner account over here, man. Yeah. Same. If I'm gonna say some shit, I done said some wild shit on social media. If I'm gonna say some shit, I'm gonna stand I'm on that. Yeah, I'm gonna say it with my chest. For I haven't had to come out with and make an apology about anything. Nah, uh, hopefully, just yet. We, hopefully we gonna stay on this side. Yeah, ho hopefully, 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 <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, we'll have to do that, Daco. Back on wood, but uh, I, I ain't too good. I ain't too big to apologize if I'm wrong, but. I'm gonna say it's gonna fly on social media. No, no burner needed, buddy. But I done chilled. I, I ignore people a lot more. I block people. Um, I've definitely matured in that regard in 2023 as opposed to you know 2013 for sure. But uh, Nakiba, he kept liking tweets that was defending him. You know, Twitter is full of investigators. Yeah, you know, address, my toll. It's just an investigation right now. Well. We we are interested to see how this inv investigation is going to end. Facts. But like I said, man, OG man, he tripping, man. OG tripping, but I hope you know we're in this game tonight. Game seven, eight thirty. Um, uh, I believe it opened up with the Celtics being like eight point favorites. Uh, at home, how you feel about that line? How you feel about that spread right there? Is that that little two? Hold on, hold on, one second. Speaking <clears throat> speaking out loud with Renee and Borba. And say use his wife's middle name and a family member's last name, <laughs> and then only follow the rev pages and and white school. Come on, G. Like you said, old head trip. He thought he's real too. Well, I got him. I'm using my middle name. <laughs> well, I got him. So the spread has moved down to seven points. Seven um, point. Uh, Miami Heat are plus two forty five money line. Obviously, that's going to be. Um, a part of my same game parlay I put together tonight um, on FanDuel Sportsbook, presenter of this uh, magnificent show. What's your feelings on that on that line right there for a game seven closeout game and they at who, home for the Celtics? And they got who favorite? They got who favorite? They got the Celtics favorite by seven. By seven? Ah, I think seven is a that's a lot. By seven, I think this, the C's have been they've beat them by 10 or more, I think twice. Five, minutes. yeah. I, I think seven might be a lot. I think this one will come down to the wire, just like game six. Um, yeah. I think this is gonna be a, a close one, man. I think it's gonna be a tight one. I again, I think the Celtics are gonna be able to pull this one out. Um, but 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 seven, yeah, uh, that's, that's, I like. Obviously, I like us to win, but even if we didn't win, and we didn't lose by more than four, maybe if that, but uh, three, I feel good about that. But I like us to win. Uh, it's ultimately gonna be great. See, I am very worried about. We need to be thinking about the Celtics, but in the event that we do win, in advance and go to the finals, it's a wrap. It's joking, oh, Denver. Y'all ain't got to worry about that. Y'all about they, to celebrate this Eastern Conference Finals win if y'all get it, because y'all get the devil. <laughs> It's all she wrote, buddy. They will be coming off nine days rest. Um, 
Either one of these teams, Celtics or Heat, you think any one of them got a chance to beat them? Not a chance. Damn. Not a chance. Well, you know what? This is what I'll say. I'll say Boston has a better chance than Miami, in my opinion. This is my opinion. I feel like they have a better chance. I feel like they have some some bodies that they could throw at Joker, even Mm -hmm. though I don't think that's going to slow them down at all. When you have – Two elite scores that can come and drop yeah. 50 any night. You know, I think that helps as well. But again, <clears throat> just thinking about the comments that of, of the past show that I just put up there where I said Boston might be one of the deepest teams. Now to think about that, I might be wrong on that. I think Denver, their five and then their bench and the way they play and the way they roll players really, really play their role. Yeah, I think they're really deep as well. But either way, man, I think I don't think Miami stands a chance against Denver. I think, yeah, it's real out here. But as far as Boston, I think they, you know, they match up a little better. But I think Denver ends up winning whoever they face. Yeah, I mean that's a fair fair assessment. The, the run at the Joker and the Nuggets, Joker Jamal Murray and the Nuggets have been on. The special if they do go down and win a chip this year, it, they would have gone through who's the first round? The T Wolves. Who was that? The Nuggets. I think they played the T Wolves the first round. Then the um the Suns. Then the Lakers. Yeah. And then obviously it's gonna be the Heat of the Celtics. So this Joker, it, I I feel like this run will be on par with like that dirt runner, that 06 D Wade runner, one of Greek freak run a few years ago. This would be a special one, especially with the teams and the players that he's uh gone through um to get it. But um, so shout out, shout out to to that whole squad over there. But you know, once we win this game tonight, they the ops too. All right, and so I seen some in the comments too, and this is a uh uh I know you can give us a real honest answer. Um your confidence level tonight, right? We I know you're a diehard Heat fan. So you're going to say, yeah, we're going to win. But honestly, mm-hmm. what is your confidence level tonight that you guys will get a W on the road? Um, one to ten. One to ten. So one to ten. So games. So game five, when we were going up to TD Garden, confidence level was at a two. I'm like, Boston going to win that after the game for win. They're going to win that. Right. Coming back to Miami to close out at six. I called the Heat six from the jump. Ten. Right. Easy 10. 10 out yeah. of 10. I know this, this shit done. Easy win, right. Easy. They get that one. Okay, now you know our sports. Like, assholes start getting tight, Paul. <laughs> Two-minute drill. Peyton done made a couple completions. Right. The sweat, everything. That's how I'm feeling right now. Uh, But I still got confidence. I'm about eight right now. I'm going to be honest. I'm about eight? eight? I mean, that, I'm that's high. Eight. That's high. I told you, uh, the Celtics ain't great at home, number one. Um. And you, you look at your – I look at my opponent, right, first. Look at my opponent. Okay, they're at home. Jason Tatum has been amazing. What, game seven, he went from 51 yeah. in the last series. So he's been amazing in closeout games. I think the most 30 and 10 games in Celtics history. But after that, Jalen Brown kind of wishy-washy. The other guys, they had to hit or miss when they hit them threes. Rookie head coach. And then on the other side, look at my squad. Spo, obviously been there before. Jimmy, a rock. He done had his two, three bad games of the series. He going to show up. Bam, got to show up. I like my squad. So I'm 8 out of 10. I'm not 10 out of 10 like I was game six because we're on the road. 
I know shit, you know, motherfuckers, couple motherfuckers got that beat of sweat going down the middle of their back. I'm eight out of 10 right now, man. We still got Caleb Martin, who would have been the MVP of the series if we got it done, game six. That eight. Some people call it I mean, still, that eight. I feel bad it's not a 10, but I, I you told me to be honest. You told me to be, we'll be I got to be fully transparent. I wish it was a 10. I feel bad as a fan, um, but it's out of eight. It's out of eight right now. Eight? I mean, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting something around six. No. Um, no. no. I definitely was expecting a six. But, hey, we definitely going to see, man. Um I know game seven. We game. all love game sevens. Hey, for sure. I mean, that's good for the sports world. I'm pretty sure everybody here is gonna be tapped into that. I know I am. Um, game seven. Game seven. Yes, I can't wait. Sir. I definitely we should do a um a little Twitter session tonight, man. I'm with it. What do you want to do? do halftime? Like halftime, you know, you know, fill 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 the fill the game out, see where we at. At that at that current moment, you know, see see how my guy D Buzz over there doing. Okay. Um, so let, let, let's set it up. Probably, time. I'm gonna be probably depending on how the game go. I'm be <laughs> either two or four yaks in, depending on how the game goes. Man, you're gonna have two blue moons over there, boy. Cut it out. Oh Cut it out. Well. so you know, I've been golfing a lot. We gotta get to your golfing lessons too. And how that journey been going down? I hope Tone got those videos, of your your swing, so we can we can break down that swing a little bit. But um, so you go, you know, you golfing and you boating and you doing whatever. You like to find little drinks, so, you know, something not too much, right. not too light. You know, you got right. the Trulies, you got the, the the all these other stuff. Simply lemonade, right? So simply got like these little five percent liquor jumps. Oh, here we go. Hey. Hit especially for you, like a lightweight like you. Here we go, figure like you who had that little one drink in the cut. I saw melting the shit. Hey, get you these little simply. Here you go. So you 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 big on the trulies and shit too. I'll tell you, it's occasion. You, pool, hey, pool hey, come on, you big you big on the trulies. Pool, I don't do the trulies. Not really my own. You know, and they ain't spy. Ain't cut no check. I don't rock with truly like that. But these simplies. Simply ain't cutting the check yet either, but them simply is hit. I ain't gonna lie. Boating, golfing. Once you get out there and start playing 18, you're gonna have to have you a little six pack in the cooler. But um <laughs> man, give me a good a good rep on the rocks, man. And a little bit of lime, man. That's all I'm doing. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Don't let it be fool y'all. <laughs> Stop playing with me, man. <laughs> hey man, but sticking with South Florida sports real quick. We got a game seven with the heat. My Panthers took care of business. They are on a uh a historical magical little run right now i won't i won't call it magical because when i watch and i've been watching a lot more hockey this playoffs night in night out they just look like the better team they look like when they get when the when their backs against the wall ot they find a way to get it done our goalie's been unbelievable and uh me and my pops i got a chance um on the 24th which is my dad's birthday to go out you know we get in your own lives, you know, get busy, got kids, got family, you know, you get caught up in your own little worlds. And uh, I know for me at least, I'm like, damn, like, I ain't, when the last time really kicked it with my pops one-on-one? Yeah. Really? Cause you know, it's a lot of us too, it's a lot of siblings. So usually when we are with our parents, it's uh, multiple of us, unless one of us just stopped by the crib or something. But anyway, got a chance to go to a hockey game. And this is something we used to actually, we went to a couple of hockey games before because my sister used to dance for the Panthers, uh, but obviously haven't been there in years. And for a game of this magnitude, uh, it was game four. Panthers are going for the sweep against the uh, 
against your your mob up there, the local mob at least, the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, so I gotta run this little uh, run this little real real quick. Get y'all a little peek behind the scenes of how this was. This game. game four on my pop's birthday. Oh, oh now you know we had to go wash these. What we got tonight? What's, what's gonna happen tonight? What's happening? Tonight? Yeah, what's gonna happen tonight? What's happening tonight? We getting ready to close this thing out. Okay. Just how we said it was gonna go pop. That's it. Hey, hey, but sweep, sweeping. Let's go, Florida Panthers, man. You've been able to catch any of this hockey, Eastern Conference or Western Conference Finals? Nah, not at all. Uh, I'm not a. I can't. I can't. I can't really sit down and watch. Uh, watch hockey. Uh, I've been to a couple Washington. Uh, Washington games in D.C. The environment is. Was it the cap capitals? Capitals, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the environment in there is dope, but it's tough for me to sit down and watch uh, watch hockey at the crib and keep it a buck with you. Yeah, hey. the environment. I probably been in three hockey games, maybe. I was talking to my brothers about this after the game. I've never been to a bad hockey game like live. Yeah. Like it's always it's always something, uh, whether they empty the net or it's a power play, somebody getting hit. It's hard to watch the puck. It's hard to watch the puck. It's similar to soccer to me. Um, I've been playing a little game later, but my pops, I, I looked over a lot. He was locked in, but uh, dope experience, dope moment. But shout out to my Florida Panthers, man, on a great run. Dallas Stars in the Vegas Knights. I believe they got a game six coming up. I know Stars, uh, Knights jumped out 3-0. Stars won back to back game. So um, right now the Panthers are kind of pulling – what the Joker and the Nuggets are pulling right now. Took care of business, got the sweep. Now they at home, chilling, wait for the final. So get some rest, some good rest. Should be very, <clears throat> very exciting, man. What you want to jump to next, man? What we got? What we got? Um, mm -mm. let's talk about who's getting a little bit. Um, <clears throat> your F one, man. Let's get it. Let's get into let's um, get it. some F one. I well. As we all know here, let him know who won, baby. If you did watch, or if you didn't watch, you knew your man Max Verstappen was going to be on the pole. And obviously, he dominated the Monaco Grand Prix, and he gets another win. There you go. There go your F1 news. I ain't show you this last time. I seen that. I seen that. That's tough. Ooh. That's tough. That's uh, tough. So AB just gave you the, the news. <clears throat> Max, 
broke records. Um, dominant once again. Uh, we talked about it. We talk about it here every week. Dominant car, dominant driver. And if you watch the race again, in Monaco, it's not a lot of passing on track. Qualifying is, is where it's really at. The Saturday qualifying, AB, was, was absolutely you. electric. It was electric. It was electric. Ocon took pole position. And then 30 seconds later, Fernando Alonso took it. And then Max had the best final sector probably of his career uh, to get his first pole in Monaco. Uh, I think this is second or third win in Monaco. Once the race starts, there's always a lot of it's basically all strategy because I think the cars have gotten too big, the circuit's too small, a lot of wine and turning, not a lot of overtaking on the road. But Max absolutely dominated the race. Um, shocker, shocker. He uh 39 wins, 39th win in the Red Bull car, which uh puts him first all time for Red Bull passes Sebastian Vettel, who just retired uh last year from the grid. Uh, these are the standings after. <clears throat> Surprise, Monaco. surprise. <laughs> For is still up top. Perez, who had a terrible weekend. Checo Perez, uh, second, 105. Fernando Alonso, third, 93. Mercedes had a big weekend. They finished P4, P5, um, and that's where they are right now in the Championships Cup, which is big for them being in front of uh, Ferrari. And then you got uh, the other Aston Martin driver, Lance Stroll, and then the two Alpine drivers, who also had a pretty good weekend. Esteban Oco. Ocon, he got on the podium um, for the first time this season in the Alpine car. That was big for the French driver. Um, and we always talk about it. Obviously, you're not into the sport yet. Not I've yet. in the last couple years. Um, there's people who've been following Formula 1 forever. People start out, hey, is Max dominating the sport bad for the sport? Um, first of all, I guess I'll get your thoughts on what you think. Man, um just from my point of view right and who the hell am i and obviously i've been the the f1 news i do get is you know off your feed the the conversations or dialogue we have on this podcast mm-hmm. i'm not i mean obviously max is it's a great thing i mean red bull is a great thing but like to get a, a casual person or fan to come and to enjoy like i really like what am i coming for i know max is going to win yeah. I know Red. I know Red Bull is gonna be at the top. Like so for for me, like yeah, I I, I want to get interested in it just so we can you know we can come on here, we can have you know great conversation. But for real, for real, it's like okay, I I, mean, I know the top top three four guys. Like I watch it. It's not gonna be too many people. Once you once they get in the what what they call it. Once they get in the pole position. Yeah, once they get lined up on the grid, lined up on so the they grid, get lined up based on you know how they qualify, how they qualify, <laughs> right? So for the most part, might stay the same for real, for real. Not gonna be too many passes. So I mean, <clears throat> I think it will be better if you you know each race you will have you will have different guys that has greater potential to win the race. Yeah, what I mean, so again for Max Red Bull shit dominance. That's what you want. But for the casual fan that's trying to trying to to get on F one and mm-hmm. um, get interested in F one, I think it is bad. That's just my yeah. my it's, hey, it's tough. That's fair. It's tough, and, and trying to get people into it is it, tough because of that reason. Once again, obviously, it's becoming more and more popular over here in the states. Um, and for us, and I would assume probably for a lot of fans in other sports too, like it takes 
a lot out of the sport if you know who's going to win. Yeah. Regardless of what it is, basketball, football, cricket, I don't care what it is. If every time I tune in, I know, hey, that person or that team is going to win. It's not very uh, exciting. We got that's why people love Game Seven so much. Like if we, if every time you went to playoffs, the team just sweep, 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 sweep. Playoff numbers wouldn't be what they are. Right. Uh, so I definitely get it uh, from that standpoint. And this car, I mean, this sport is just it's it's so much about like the engineers and how they build a car and how that how that car and that driver kind of mesh. Um, and it was another thing that happened in Monaco too, since it is so small when a car gets in an accident, like a uh, qualifying or during the race, they got to put it on the crane and lift it up. And a lot of the secrets of the car and how it operates are in that floor. And I, and teams don't, other teams don't really get to see Red Bull's floor or Mercedes floor or, uh, any of the cars floor. So everybody kind of got to see, everybody got pictures of all the different floor and how, um, uh, things change. So Mercedes had a big upgrade. They perform better this weekend, but it, it has been. We talked about it before on this. Would say, I mean, I'm, that's like another another thing, like a, a question that I would have, right? Where you talking about like the engineer, right? And how many teams you do you have? What you have? What, what ten five, teams? Ten teams, right? So you got ten teams, and I would think that they will be close to one another as far as like the mm -hmm. engineer, where you can get the top ten engineering geeks or whatever to, 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 to put a team together and it could be a neck to neck you know competition but it just seems like for some reason as you stated before red bull their team is just i don't know if it's far they're far more advanced or or whatever the case may be and that's another thing that i just don't i i, I don't get like yeah like why is it so much so it's hard and yeah. it changes um as the rules and restrictions. i don't know this that enough about it to get all the way into the weeds but as the rules and things change it's it's, it's just like other sports just like football it's just like you look at bill belichick andy reed you know uh whoever whatever uh pete carroll bill walsh like these different coaches you like damn i would think you got 32 teams you should, everybody should be able to find a good head coach everybody should be able to find a good offensive coordinator a good quarterback to go out but you only gonna have certain Mount Rushmore's and um you know when it's racing is obviously gonna be different in sport because it's not as many variables like with us it's 22 starters out there you got special teams you got block kick kick return so many more variables as opposed to this you got your car straight you know the weather you know the tire etc cetera, etc cetera. uh and it's just people who are just kind of better whether it's strategists the pit crew the driver whatever it is and that's why in f1 and we talked about this um a few shows ago like if you look at this list, <clears throat> you look at the champions, the driver champions, all the way back to two thousand eight. You only got what five names, maybe five names. You know, we got Lewis Hamilton in 08. And we got Button, Vettel, 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 Vettel. So four years in a row with Red Bull. Sebastian Vettel won it. Then we got Lewis, Lewis, Rosberg, who was also his teammate in the same car. Lewis, 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 Lewis. So you got five you got seven years in a row where mercedes car won it and mercedes driver won it and then we on the now we're kind of back in that red bull max uh dominant so i guess it's a part of the sport and if you're getting into it it's going to be tough to obviously get into it when somebody's dominating like this but if you've been into it for a while um you know you find the other things to be interested in who else is moving up who what other teams are doing what what are these different drivers doing in these different cars so it is still some 
level of excitement behind it. But I definitely understand how somebody trying to get into it's like you know, watch back. Why would I watch basketball in the Celtics win every time Eric Lewis fucking running the game? <laughs> Right. So that's just that's just what it is for now. But that's that's a problem for F1 to figure out how do they make it more competitive? Do they do anything to make it more competitive or do they just stick true to <clears throat> kind of what the sport has been? And that's been a team kind of catching their groove and uh and dominating. Yeah, I mean, I get it. If F1, they say if it's not broke, don't fix it. Hey, we've been rocking for this long. You know, people still get up for the events. Yeah, so it's big money spent at the events. So mm -hmm. We'll see. Yeah. That was a big one. That was Monaco's probably the biggest. That's like the biggest spectacle, at least for F1. And um, McLaren, their president, actually, Zach Brown, he either had to be in Monaco or he had to be in Indy for the Indy 500. He chose to be in Indy, which I found interesting. I'm like, did you go to the Indy 500 race? You were out there? I didn't. You know, it's all. Um, oh, she ain't go to one? Nah, I mean, it's, it falls on a, on a crazy weekend. You know what I mean? It falls on Memorial Day weekend. Um, you know, as a young 21, 22 year old, I was you know, we was outside and we was, <laughs> we was getting, we was getting out of Indy. If we had four days, we was getting yeah. out of Indy. No disrespect to the Indy 500, but I have not been, but it is something I do need to check off the list though. Yeah. I went to the, the, the hundredth, uh, running of it. Uh, but this is the 107th running of it uh, over. I think it was like damn near 400,000 people out there, which is it's crazy to see that many people um, at an event, a sporting event. It was absolutely insane. Joseph Newgarden, I believe, is an American as well, wins his first Indianapolis 500 and his 12th appearance. Um, they had to do like maybe three or four restarts in the last probably 10 laps because of the accidents. They restart like three wide across the track. Yeah. And once they kind of uh get a different tailwind or somebody bumping run them off the track it's easy to kind of wreck out they actually had a crazy accident um where a tire actually flew off of the car went over the railings the gate cleared the crowd thank god Jeez. hit the parking lot and crushed the damn front of a car but Clip of this real quick. Shell oh! He's gonna keep it under the turf two all. Oh no! Kirkwood upside down. Yeah, so you saw that 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 tire. Oh man, that so was just ugly. Man, and they have um, I forget what it's called, but basically some tentacles on the car that's supposed to keep the tire attached when an accident does happen, but something happened in this accident where that got just severed. That shit went flying over. Um, I think someone, uh, a spectator did die in like 1987 or something like that at Indy 500, probably something similar. But I, I saw it happen live and that was my first thought before they showed where the- um, What a tire landed up. That was my first thought like, yo, cause if that catches somebody like, that's, that could probably take a few people out. <laughs> So that's inside, uh, I think it was Erickson. He was upside down. I don't know why he opened his visor, but you panic, you probably just do some shit like that. But he upside down, sliding on the track. That's got to be a terrifying feeling. Terrifying. Especially with all the other cars coming at 220 plus. Got to change your whole uniform. <laughs> Man, some scary shit. But everybody was safe. Like I said, the, uh, the tire ended up hitting a car in the parking lot. 
ESPN's tweet, Indy 500 red flag after crash involving Felix and Kyle. A tire flew over the stands into the parking lot where it hit a parked car. Both drivers were okay, and there were no apparent fan injuries after the incident. I posted the video. They took that video down so quick. So that fan, come back to your car. Like, damn. Get you a new, get you a new whip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I need, and then they, they probably going to want to oh, we gonna know, up sign that, off or whatever. Get me a, get, let me get a bet. Huh? Hey, what? we gonna up that for sure. Yeah, I, I need that, baby. I need a bet. I know insurance ain't gonna believe that shit. I need that. I swear, I swear to God, yo, I was at the nah. end. I was far. Nah. Yeah. So these tethers, the, the tethers to the tire just got. That was crazy. Though. That was that was a that was a miracle. That that because that's some final destination shit. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was. Just, Last night, I was just talking about a final destination experience that I nearly had, boy. Woo! Man, life, life precious out here, man. Hey, it comes at you quick. Facts. Life is precious. Um, What else we got, man? I know this is your world. Hey, hey. <laughs> I think everybody waiting for this, man. I was excited about this one. Errol Spence and Bud Crawford, man, finally able to um get a deal done july 29th um t-mobile arena in vegas i think it's probably this will probably be one of the biggest matchups in the sport of boxing in a long long time mm. um i mean i even right even to this to this point like i still don't know who i want to who i want to go with i think um like both Great fighters, undefeated fighters. Um, Spence has three belts, you know, and Bud, he's had a bunch of belts mm -hmm. across different, you know, uh, weight classes. So it's going to be a great fight, man. Great fight. Um, two great fighters. Um, both of them been talking a lot, a lot, a lot of shit. But you can you can see it's mutual respect. They they both know what yeah. they they're getting into. Um, they know they both got to come with their A game, and um, it's gonna be electric in Vegas, man. I was thinking about going, but you know, I'm gonna chill at the crib, and you know, but this is gonna be this is gonna be a good one. Who you got in this one? I'm looking forward to, it and I'm hoping for a draw. I hope we get three of these, two yeah, of these. We, we, definitely, these we, definitely, are, we definitely need a trilogy. Yeah, are still in there, and still in there. Um, you know, they're primes. You know, they obviously been been dominating for a long time, but a lot of times we get fighters who don't. Don't ever see each other in their primes. I feel like even with Floyd and, and Pacquiao, I feel like we didn't get them at their peaks. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm interested in this. I don't know which one I'm going with. Like I said, I don't know. I hope it's a draw and we get two, three of these things. Uh, but this would be a good one. Who, if Whoever wins out of this one, though, who would they fight next? Who, what would be the next fight? Man, I, I don't know. Um, Who's the biggest? Is Tank right now the biggest draw in boxing? Facts. So that's hands down. The Tank Davis hands down the biggest draw boxer right there. I mean, I, yeah, I think so. Oh, he brings Canelo. It. We went to a Canelo fight. Canelo, Canelo is too, but I, 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 I might say Tank, man. Tank, he bring, he brings him out. He brings the the people out. Canelo does too. No, no knock on Canelo. Mm -hmm. But um, but this is gonna be electric. This is gonna be very, very electric, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. They, we gonna, we gonna get three of these. 
You get three. Yeah. You don't, you don't All right, we gonna get three. I'm gonna pick one. I'm gonna go. We got time. Yeah, we got time. We got time. We got time. I got to do my own research. Yeah, you don't got to jump off the bridge right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let, uh, me chill. Let me chill. But uh, but hey, excited for this one. Excited for this one. Um, let's talk a little football, man. Yeah, talk a little football, man. D hop, D hop, D hop, man, got released by the Arizona Cardinals, man. I'm not sure what's going on over there. Um, Arizona Cardinals organization, it's going, it might be a long season for them, but for D hop, man, D hop got released. Um, he's looking for some, he's looking for great management, a quarterback who loves the game. I don't know if that's a shot at his old quarterback or not. Um, after Cardinals release him, uh, what's the what's the best landing spot for D Hop? You got you got Buffalo, you have Baltimore. Um, I'm trying to think of some other teams. I mean, Baltimore's gonna be tough. You just signed, you know. I I, I would love to see him in Baltimore just because it's it's no like. You know, Buffalo, you know, Diggs, like, that's the number one. That's the yeah. number one guy. And you know how receivers are. Receivers are, you know, hey, I need my targets. I need everybody. I'm, I'm the guy here. Buffalo, uh, I feel like the Chiefs. The Chiefs, I hate <laughs> stacking up teams who are already good, but the Chiefs, you bring him in, him and, and, and Kelsey, like, that's, that's that's a little different dynamic. Kelsey's obviously a, a little. Plays like a receiver, but. You bring D Hop in there, that's crazy. Yeah, um, he's a different body than a uh, different type of receiver. Than I think Mahomes has had, but I would love to see him in Baltimore, man. I would love to see him opposite of uh, Odell, and then you got Zay Flowers and Bateman still in the mix. You got Andrews, you got um, Likely, hey, you got the backfield, and then you got a new offensive coordinator who you got a problem. That's court. what you got. What's that? I said, you got a problem. That's what you got. <laughs> a, whole, a whole problem on your hands. Um, yeah. You put that all together. So uh, that'll be – you talk about Lamar and everybody, what everybody wants to see from Lamar. I'm happy he got to pay. He got his money. That's behind him. That's going to be their quarterback of the future. Now I want to see Lamar in a system that, that highlights his throwing abilities more. I think his throwing ability is there. We saw it in college. We saw it at different points in his NFL career. Now moving on from Greg Roman. We'll see if Todd Monkin in this system. And we know you can have all the coaches and the greatest X and O's you want. If you don't have the personnel out there to execute and to get open and to make big catches and make big plays at big moments, it don't matter. So I think you have it. Fully healthy Odell, which we expect. Uh, I love Zay Flowers coming out in this draft. And then D-Hop, I think he's 31, so still got some good years left. I personally would love to see D-Hop in that Baltimore jersey. Um but what about you? What's the best landing spot in your opinion? Yeah, man. Um, Baltimore would be dope. You said KC. KC, that will be – I probably might see that more than I would love to see him in Baltimore. Just with Patrick Mahomes, like you said, Travis Kelsey, uh, what they will be able to do, man, I think. And with Andy Reid, how, you know, he does what he does on the offensive side of the ball. Um, that, that would be a defensive um, nightmare. A nightmare for 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 opposing yeah, yeah. defensive coordinators and things of that nature. So, um, I, I like KC, but then I also <clears throat> that Buffalo will be will be be nice to see, but that that definitely will have to be. I think you have to sit down with uh with with with, with the folks to make sure 
everybody could jail. You know what I'm saying? Which one? Uh, in uh, where? In Buffalo. In yeah. Buffalo. In yeah. Buffalo. In Buffalo. But, um, like you say, he's 31. I think he still has a lot left in the tank. So he he's going to go anywhere um, and make that offense and make that quarterback happy. Um, so Got to stay luck. healthy, too. Got to stay healthy. Got to stay out there on the field. That's yeah. kind of, you know, one of his issues at this point. I know when when I was still in the league, he was one of those guys that never came off the field. Like, he was playing 99% of the snaps uh, for his offense and was, you know, obviously playing hard. From what I've heard from sources, and you know this is kind of some of the stuff you deal with when you're dealing with an older player, you bring the veteran over. D-Hop ain't finna give you too many practices. Hey, but that we, we know we know we know that come with it. For some players, sometimes, sometimes some coaches, some sometimes. situations that works. When you go into a new situation, and especially with what he laid out, you're talking about good management, quarterback that loves his game. Usually them quarterbacks that love the game, they gonna hold you accountable. They want your ass out there. They want every rep they could get. After practice, we had Reggie Wayne on the show. He talked about Peyton wasn't really rocking with him yet until he was spending them extra reps after practice. Now I'm super comfortable with you and being in them spots and making these plays. So um, when you want those type of things, obviously something else going to come with it. And D-Hop's a pro. You know, he's a pro's pro, all pro shit, uh, Hall of Fame-looking career at this point. Um, so obviously he knows what he's up for, but um, that's something to keep an eye on as well. Uh, it will probably eliminate some teams, honestly, because if I know it, if I'm hearing it, trust me, these other decision makers and coaches and players and quarterbacks, they know it as well. So um, I'm looking forward to where D-Hop lands, though. When you, when, when, you think, um, when you think a deal gets done? I feel like it got to be done. I, I would want him in there. If I'm thinking about something, I would want him in there mandatory minicamp. So what is that? That's like probably two weeks from now, yeah. maybe? Yeah, so I would say within the next two weeks, um, I see something getting done, getting done with Deep Hop. He was released. The Cardinals, I believe, are just eating the, the dead cat, which was like $22 million, which is still interesting. But we saw him doing interviews and talking about – I think this interview came out when he was still a Cardinal. Um, so they just said, you know, F, we're going to cut cut bait. But um, I think it's done in the next couple of weeks. Deep Hop has his new landing spot. And I think it will impact – Super Bowl odds, depending on which team he goes to. So, I mean, before we move on, let's talk about the mm -hmm. Cardinals, man. Like, you know, you got they released D Hop, Kyler Murray. You know, he's gonna be delayed coming back, coming off um an injury. Yeah. Um, Buda Baker, he came out said he wants to be traded. Um, oh yeah, damn. You know, then you had you had you know conversations about um the owner Bidwell, you know, doing some things when Kim was you know suspended to that nature. They got ranked the worst facilities in the league. Yeah, so what? where do you think, you know, how you think Arizona, as far as organization, as far as the football team, how they come out of this? Like you said it earlier, it's going to be a long year. It, 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 I feel like it's going to be a long year. If you think about it, go back a couple of years ago, they were like 10-2, and two, you know, going into like a final stretch of a season. And I feel like from that point on, shit just kind of went downhill. You fired your coach. We talked about the stuff with the GM with the owner. Start a lot of it starts at the top, and that's why you know D Hop mentioned you know solid management. Um, but yeah, the locker room, a guy like Buda Baker, another man to man alum, yeah, one of your former teammates. Uh, my good friend of mine's former teammate is his, you know, been around him enough to know, hey, that's one of the guys I want to be in a foxhole with, going to war with, going to battle with. 
uh, playing football games with, should I say, um, and him wanting out, not a good look. So it, it, it not going in the right direction. And at the same time, you just hired a new head coach too. So hopefully he starts to turn and steer that ship in the right direction. But Seattle got better. Uh, the 49ers, I feel like as long as they have a healthy quarterback, they're going to do their thing. And yeah. the Rams, you know, you got Stafford coming back. I, I expect the Rams to be a better football team, a much better football team than they were last year um, under Sean McVay and Stafford back on the center. So um, I think it's going to be a long year for the Cardinals, man. Yeah. We're going to see, man. Long year. G.I. Joe said, burn it down, send it to St. Louis. <laughs> St. Louis, man. Hey, hey. Show, uh, what was that? Was that the USFL or the XFL where there was um, the- Battle Hawks? What was that? What was that? X. Which, which XFL. I think XFL. They were showing up, man. They were showing up for the guys. Facts. They were showing up for the guys, man. You might be on to something. Shot, the shot. loop. He said, send him there. Hey, AZ, man, that's a beautiful place, man. It is. I that's love a it. Beautiful place. You gotta, love you, it. They deserve it better. And that's a growing city, too. Phoenix is growing a, a ton. They deserve a good football team, man. They do. Oh, no. They do, they do, man. Got to do the stuff right. Some more, some more football news, man. Jimmy G failed his Raiders physical, which led to a waiver being added to the contract per report, mm. man. So, um, I, what is this? If he does not pass the physical by, I forgot what certain date it is. Um, the Raiders can move on. We know. No, 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 nothing. No, nothing. Um. Is this a are you, if you're part of the Raiders organization? Are you nervous? Let me see. Let me see. Somebody reading. So Tom Brady reached an agreement to buy into Raiders ownership stake, and days later, we find out Jimmy G failed the physical and is it guaranteed to be on the roster? Hmm. Tom Brady trying to make it. We didn't even talk about that though. Shout out to Tom getting some ownership. Yeah, but um. I don't know, man. I think I think it all pans out, man. I think he ends up passing it when he needs to pass it. He ends up still being the Raiders quarterback. Um, we had some news with Devontae Adams coming out, not necessarily being ecstatic about the direction of the Raiders and where they're going in the offense and things like that. But I think Jimmy G ultimately he shows up. He shows Your up. Guy. You know, one of my guys. One of my yeah. guys. You know, yeah. it was big, 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 big. big Hey, whoop his ass, word, whoop his ass. <laughs> whoop his ass. <laughs> Big thing with him is being available. We talk about availability being your best ability all the time. He hasn't been available, and this is not the right foot to start off on with a new with another new team. So uh but hopefully he's out there. I don't know about this move, man. I feel like the Raiders should have been more in the market with like a, you know, one of these young quarterbacks, one of these guys in the draft, maybe got aggressive in the draft and draft, maybe even Lamar Jackson aggressively going after him. Um, Cause you get a guy like Devontae Adams, who you're paying 30 million to, you want to maximize that guy at the time you got him there. And um, I do like Jimmy G. I think he's a winning quarterback, but I wouldn't necessarily say, Hey, this is the guy I want to go out and get to take us over the top. Um, Especially in that division, <laughs> you got Patrick Mahomes, yeah, Justin Herbert, and another guy I expect to make a huge jump back to kind of who he was, Russell Wilson. I think he he he's a much better quarterback uh, than we saw last year. So um, he already looked. I don't know if you saw saw. Yeah, him. he slimmed down. 
slimmed down, lost some of that weight, which is obviously yeah. a big deal uh, at any point in your career, but especially when you get older, regardless of the position you're playing. So uh, be excited to watch that. But, yeah, Jimmy G, I think he'll still be the starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, before, before we get out of here, that word, boy, that, that word. You got it, you got it, you got it. Hey, ass. Before we get out of here, I don't know if you, um, if you taking um, your daughters and shit, but I took my daughter to see the Little Mermaid. Better believe it. Okay, hey. we was out there, had to be mandatory. Hey, 10 out of 10, man. I, I, I really. Enjoyed myself watching the Little Mermaid, man. Um, what hey, is it? Haley? It's Haley Bailey, right? I believe Holly. Ha- Holly? Like Holly Berry? Holly. I think it's Holly. Yeah, I think it's Holly. Okay, Holly. All right. I don't want to butcher you, but Little uh, Mermaid makes a huge splash in the box office with $163.5 million uh, worldwide. Again, man, it was a, a, a great movie. I know leaving out, I'm asking baby girl, I'm like, yo, how you like it? She said, daddy, that movie was spectacular. Yeah. 10 out of 10. I said, I agree with you. So yeah. I, if you I, haven't, y'all go check it out. For sure. For sure. And, and I, as a kid growing up, obviously, you know, Disney movies, though, you, we, you had to see all of them. Little Mermaid was one of my favorites. It was one of my favorites. The, the soundtrack, you know, the, the storyline was solid and, um, you know, that, that was one Lion King, Little Mermaid, Aladdin. Like, those were the bangers. Those got a lot of play in the crib. Yeah. Uh, and this movie stuck to a lot, stuck to pretty much the same storyline. A lot of the same yeah. songs sprinkled in, obviously, a little bit of their own flavor. But as an old head, it felt good to still know the songs, still know the vibes. And, uh, you know, my girls had already seen the old one a bunch of yeah. times as well. Those, those got, they age well. Um, so for them to see one, to see the new, new, new version of Little Mermaid, and obviously, a uh, Little Mermaid looks like them, right? It, you know, for my little black girls growing up, most of the, you know, princesses, you know, white princesses, you had Pocahontas, you had Mulan, you had, you know, Princess and the Frog, so you definitely had some diversity amongst them. But to see, you know, this uh, beautiful Little Mermaid with dread, red dread, like it was just, yeah. just everything, the whole aesthetic of it. And then in the movie, it was a lot of different. Some of it ain't necessarily make sense. <laughs> It's a lot of different. So and, and and it's crazy you say that because a lot of diversity. Because I was even I came back to the crib and was like and was thinking I was even thinking on the ride home <laughs> and I'm like, and then I'm like maybe maybe I missed something maybe I missed something at the beginning, um just with you know, you know Eric and Eric the, okay Eric's okay movie. okay we only we only say yeah, that always spoil always spoil yeah 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 yeah. Same. Yeah, and then you know his mom, but I'm like, I think I, I think I missed some, like I missed some in in between. I'm like, oh, am I tripping? You know what I mean? So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but once again, ten out of ten. I felt like obviously, you know, the acting with Holly and the the characters, you know, Sebastian. Sebastian gonna be a big one, you know, just like Lion King. You need those. Yeah. Other characters, the Puma yeah. Timons and the like, Zazu, like you need those characters, and I feel like they crushed it with all the characters. Ursula, she was a great Ursula. Did a thing, yeah. Um, just a great, great story, great movie. Um, all in all, matter of fact, I would love to know what is your favorite Disney movie? A Disney movie, because you know, I think uh, I think Lion King hands. Yeah, Lion King for me. Yeah. We was a 
We even see, we saw that on Broadway too. Like they did a magnificent. I, I need to see that. Still yeah, happening. yeah, it did a magnificent job. So I'm, I'm gonna go Lion King for sure, for sure. Y'all get Disney on Ice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Disney, Disney on Ice is always a banger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Lion King. I feel, I feel like Lion. When it comes to like the the movies that we, at least we saw growing up, Lion King kind of like is in that MJ territory. Like it's like. Ah, you hear? It is like. It is. On the Mount Rushmore, whatever else you like, that Lion King got to be on there. The soundtrack, all of it. Uh, oh, shout out. Big Disney show. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Good show, man. We miss anything, man? I don't think so. We pretty much hit everything. Um, obviously, we got a huge game seven tonight. That's the biggest, I would assume, biggest. Celtics and seven. A, B, Celtics and seven. I'm obviously going heat and seven. Uh, I would say I'm hoping for a great game. I don't give. I don't care how good the game is. I just want my heat to win. I don't care if we went 81-80. I don't care if we went 130-90. I don't care what it is. We need this win. We can't be the only team in history. Yeah. Hey. Real league. We can't live with that. G.I. Joe is uh, OTA talk from AB. I think uh, I seen a clip when you talked about it last show when I wasn't here. As far as OTAs, um, I forgot the exact um, the exact question, but uh, what were you talking about about OTAs? Uh, I think uh, to paraphrase the question, it was basically, you know, what's the most important thing for OTAs for a veteran, I believe, or maybe just in general for a player? I know I probably gave, so I feel like I probably gave the answer from the rookie and a veteran, like a veteran going to a new team. So like A-Rod being in OTAs with the Jets. So like basically, why? What, what's the most important thing when it came to OTAs for you, why were they important? Or were they important? <clears throat> no, nah, very important, very important. And like you said, like it's different <clears throat> situations, right? You got a rookie that's coming in, um, just want to get acclimated, right? Learn the playbook, um, the terminology, how things flows on the field, uh, and the speed. That's the chance, that's the time that you can, you know, kind of test the speed, test the speed. And it's crazy. I was out in Indy um last week. Shout out to DT and the coach. Um, bringing me in, uh, myself and Edge, we we rap with the rookies, but just out there watching the practice, it's just like okay, like the rookies, the young guys, they need this time, right? Mm -hmm. And as a as a veteran, it was okay. I'm going into OTAs, and you know the coach used to say, find one thing that you want to improve on during this time, right? So you know the playbook, you know. The um the adjustments you know everything but yep. as a player this is a time where you can work on something that you know you might not be able to work on once the season gets here right so yeah, if it's uh, so fast. exactly so maybe it's okay you want to work on your disguise with your other safety or your linebackers like this is a time that you you do that right as a player um I want to work on my coverage my one of my man to man coverage like this is a time that you do that this is the time that you get you get better so for ota for a veteran you know you find something that you know you can get better and then obviously if you're a veteran going to a different team that's where you you know you build the camaraderie with your guys Facts. um you know if i'm a safety okay this corner likes to do this uh my safety you know we like to we need to get on the same page during this time so obviously i think otas are very very important um you know for different players in different situations you know things can look different but I think OTAs are important. It's just important for the team. I know mm -hmm. one reason why the coach were always good, it was that 
the guys were always there. You might have one guy, two guys that wasn't there, but for the most part, the guys was always there. So when you got the training camp, shit, we hitting the ground running. It's not yeah. things that we have to go back. You know, we might spend one day on our cover three or our cover six, but now we working on some different things. You know what I'm saying? So we're not spending that much time on mm -hmm. day one install, day two install. Like, all right, we're going to cover it. Boom, boom. We should already know what we're doing on here. We're going to the next thing. So OTAs are very important just for the um, for the player, uh, for the team, and for the coaches, for, just for everybody. It's just very, very important for everybody to be there and be on the same page. Yeah, and that, that buy-in is so important. Obviously, as you get older and you have other things going on, you may miss you know week here or time here, time there. Uh, especially if you've been in the system or the team for you know an extended period of time. But um, I was telling when I, when I answered the question, I think I said like you three years younger, like you need to be at every one. Like you new to a team, you new to a system, you need to be at every one. Like yeah. Because it, it says a lot just about the buy. And when you're a professional athlete, when you're a professional football player, like, that need to be your top priority. Like, what what else? You know what I mean? Obviously, some of us, we go, and I told I, I get better work at home. I get better work in South Florida on April 27th. I get up, get my workout in, boom, boom, go to my house, do all this. I got the whole day after me. I get that personally. But when you in the team and you're in the building and you're part of a team, like, you up there in Indy, you go through them, whatever, four or six hours, y'all in the building, like that's buy-in and that's, that's important. You talked about how, you know, the dividends it plays, you know, in training camp and going forward because things move so fast on that pro level. You only have so many hours um, in that building. That's why one of the common terms you always hear is, hey, be a pro. Yeah. Be a pro, be a pro. For a lot of us, you 22, you 23, you, you, you don't know how to be a pro. I'm getting, I'm getting a check. You know, I'm a pro, yeah, yeah but – as you get older, you start to learn all those different things that go into being a pro. And that's not with just football. That's in any um, job you have or, you know, anything you're doing. Being a pro is just being accountable, being on time, having buy-in, be being coachable, um, being available, you know, taking care of your body, getting sleep, hydrate, all these different things go into being a pro. But um, and, you know, OTAs are important, man. And not even, not even on the field, though, or as far as OTAs. Think about it, right? You get in there around 9, you might get out of there around 1 o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. And, sure, you in the summer to spring, summertime, that's what a lot of times with guys, we would hang out. You know what I'm saying? We would hang out with one another. Hey, let's go to this restaurant. Let's yep. go do this. Let's go to this bar, have a drink, or whatever the case may be. Now you just sitting, you chit chatting, and you learning about learning about your guys. You know what your guys got going on off the field. You know maybe problems that they, you know, they may be going through. So there, you even you you coming closer with your brother, and then that just you know carries over on the field, man. So it's just it's just a lot, man. It's it's a lot that's that's needed for a good a good team structure. Yes, sir. About to get up out there, but Nakiba, hey, see you talk, you talking that talk, you talking that F1 talk. I'm gonna have to start my little five, my little F1 15 minute pod, so we get into this type of shit. But speaking of Red Bull Cargo, about F1, that floor totally different, much more 3D, a lot more different things going on. I ain't smart enough yet to know, but I can look at it. Let's see, I, I know I, that would be the team I would be copying. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you that much. And I ain't lead. Man, but, they get, uh, some gotta give. Some, hey, some gotta give, man. Matter sure. of fact, uh, let's do this read. We gotta get this read. Forgot to do it earlier. 
I throw this go good old FanDuel Sportsbook reading. Actually, I'm gonna put together a same game parlay too. What you think, man? I need a leg. I need one leg, man. You need one leg um, tonight. Definitely, well, whatever Jason Tatum points is, have it. That shit probably like thirty two. Let me see. And um, <laughs> same with Jimmy Butler. Jason um, Tatum points. Where you at, Jack? You said same with Jimmy. Jason Tatum, his over under said it. I'd be knowing, boy. Tatum, 31 and a half. Give me that. Over is plus 100. Give me that. What, what Jimmy Butler? Where Jimmy, Jimmy Butler? Butler 27 and a half. Give me that. Um, give me Jalen uh, Brown, 23 and a half. Give me that. Um, uh, for Boston, um, Williams, where's rebounds at? Um, Williams is at, but so you can also do the the alt. So I can just put him at eight or put him at you know six or ten. Yeah. Now obviously the odds. Williams, I don't they don't have Williams uh, rebounds on here. Yeah. Um, definitely look into that. Um, yeah, they, they, they hating. Uh. But yeah. Um. Bam. Bam. Can you grab ten boards tonight? I don't know, man. Bam. He been so he been inconsistent for y'all. Tatum be grabbing boards though. Yeah, uh, Bam been inconsistent, so I will stay away from Bam. Okay, Caleb, Caleb Martin, fifteen well, points. I ain't gonna front, man. Caleb Martin be balling for y'all. He be hooping. Give me the over. Ooh, okay, so listen to AB. Over for Jalen Brown. Over for Tatum. Over for Jimmy Butler. Tatum grabbing ten boards. Caleb Martin over that was that was you points. that was you with the Tatum with 10 boards. Okay, I'm gonna take that off then. Take him off. <laughs> Only points. Only points. That's at plus 12.93. So look, I'm so what I'm banking on is my my take Brown down to 20. What I'm banking on is my guys going going show up. The big time players got to. show up. It's game seven. You gotta got show to. up. So that I will I will bet my money on that. They gotta show up. I put I put uh Jalen Brown down to 20 plus 853. I'm gonna take Jason Tatum down to 30 plus 657. Let me see. Give me a, give me some with Margaret Smart, man. Cause I feel like Margaret Smart gonna show up, man. But that's too many. That's too many. Back to back games, you think he show up? Yeah, bro, bro, bro. Bro, I be doing this thing, man. That might be that, that. might be too many Boston players on your on your parlay, though. I got two heat, two. I got right now, so I changed it. I got Brown twenty, right? Tatum thirty, right? Jimmy Butler twenty five. You got you got Martin, Caleb Martin fifteen. Okay, you two and two. That's solid right there. And that's at plus four oh five. That's solid. Shout out Fanduel. Shout out Fanduel Sports. But yeah, let me get to this. Where you can throw that uh. That disclaimer once these words start whooping my ass. Whoa. Nah, we're gonna be we're gonna be clean today. Here we go. The NBA playoffs are here. You can turn crossovers into cash with FanDuel. Just visit fanduel.com slash m2m live right now. Receive receive a no sweat bet up to one thousand dollars. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action. America's number one sports book. Just go to fanduel.com slash M2M live and sign up to get a 
no sweat bet up to one thousand dollars fanduel official sports betting partner of the nba 21 plus it's select states first online real, real money wager only refund issued as a none withdrawable free bet as it expires in 14 days restrictions apply see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com you got a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com backslash rg that's in colorado iowa iowa michigan new jersey pennsylvania illinois and virginia 1-800 next step or text next step to 53342 naz 1-88-789-777 or visit ccpg.org backslash chat in connecticut 1-800-9 with it in indiana visit ksgamblinghelp.com in kansas 1-877-770 stop in louisiana and then 1-877-8 Dash hope ny or text hope ny to 467369 in New York, Tennessee. Red line, all right, 1 800 889 9789 in Tennessee, 1 800 522 4700 in Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Don't bet your house money or your lunch money. You did I don't know, did I don't read, man. I don't I know what that you. word, I don't, I don't know what the word was earlier. <laughs> But boy, lay off, lay off my guy, man. <laughs> Woo! Do I want to put these Tatum rebounds on there? I'm... No, that Tatum 10, 10 boards. Tell you, bro, 30 and 10. 30 That's and 10, four times in closeout games. Most that in is... Boston. Whenever you got the most in Boston Celtics history, you're doing something, bro. That ain't, that ain't, yeah. ain't the Wizards. Ain't my hand. <laughs> That's the C's. But um, hopefully we get a great game tonight, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate everybody that tapped in. Another episode of Man to Man Pot. And more than anything, we appreciate the men and women that serve this country and the men and women that have given their all and made the ultimate sacrifice on this Memorial Day, May 29th, 2023. From the Man to Man Pot, happy Memorial Day to all of been affected and impacted also by um, a soldier giving their life. Salute. Uh, thank you very much. I huge salute from the man to man part. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, even though it is Memorial Day, <clears throat> no lot. Well, depending on where you at, it's just it's raining here. Your ass so up. We not gonna be you know too much outside on the grill, but get you thirty minutes in. It's raining out there. All right, I got. Been hey Siri, all. what's the weather like today? Been raining all weekend here, man. Skies today. Daytime temperatures will hover around 86 degrees with overnight lows around 71. All right, cloudy. It's 86. Should get on that grill. Man, but look, <clears throat> you don't want them backs to get wide. Get out there, give you 30 minutes, walk around, do something, get that heart rate up. Love when your people, as always, man. We appreciate you again. Um, salute. Salute to everybody. Yes, sir. We out, man. Hey, this, so this, is this like the beginning of the summer? Is, is that how this works? That's how it works. Let's kick up. Hey, all right. Hopefully, them 30 minutes been adding up. Hey. That back got a little smaller. Hey. Get it. That back. <clears throat> Go from a 2X to a 1X. Yes, sir. All right. We gone. Peace. Yeah.
man, yeah, we talking. Man, a man, they can't guard me. Man, a man, they don't wanna see us. Man, a man, they don't know how to beat us. Man, a man. Me, that's why I want it so bad Must be the hustler in me That keep my foot on the gas When you got it from nothing Then hard times ain't so bad Just know I'm coming for everything That they said I couldn't have I put my life inside it Yeah, I kept it silent Yeah, I played the field That's how I feel about it We put numbers on the board We always up the score Yeah, we stuck to the plan And never ran Now they can't see man, man Yeah, we talking Man, oh man They can't guard me, man a man, they don't wanna see us, man a man, they don't know how to beat us, man a man, 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, before we get up out of there, I got this on TV, this TV on TV right now. Did you see uh Scotty Pippen? Drunk. Talk about it. <laughs> Drunk. So you so you don't agree with it? What he was saying? Nah. Oh, okay. I'll just make sure. Nah. I'll just what, make sure. What's wrong with Scotty, man? Lot going, you know, we won't get into a lot of the drama on the show, man. But you know, it's a lot, lot going on for my man. My brother, my brother's the biggest, big brother's biggest MJ fed ever. Put that in the group chat, man. Man, I hate to see this shit, man. It's time, it's time for Scott to get Baker right, man. You gotta put, put him in a, put him in the hospital. Let him get some, some. I, I know he got. Let him get some evaluation, man. Scotty tripping. No I kind of knew you see what he was trying to say. He lost everybody when he said MJ was a horrible player. Yeah. Horrible teammate, horrible guy to play with. You can say that. We we see guys, we see guys in the league now. We you know see dropping 30. You can't win like that. But he could have stuck with that. He said, this, this is what it is. That's what it is. You're a hundred percent right, Nakiba. Like he is sick right now. Horrible play. That was that was wild. That yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, like. He was getting swept, losing series. I don't think he had a great team, great coach either. I mean, no excuses, no explanations. Get better. Get 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 well soon, Pip. One of my favorite players growing up, man. You gotta you find his train, man. I have a cop, couple of them actually. Pimman, he asked me. The running shoe game, he asked me for sure. Yeah, hopefully that's so. Oh no, we know how MJ is. That's that shit dead. All right. See y'all next week. Yeah, we're gonna talk about my golf swing next. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You got another more lessons coming up? Uh this week. I'm gonna hit my man Randy Joiner. Shout out to my guy Randy Joiner. Okay. But now we have uh, another session this week, and then 
we might get out on the course <clears throat> this week, if not this week, next week. But um, don't get out on the course yet, bro. No, nah, I mean that's that, that's what he said. Oh, okay. That's what he said. Out that fire. Okay. Hey, he said we gotta get you out on the fire. He said just, you know, my first my first couple swings. So this is gonna be easy. Hey, okay. I told you it's gonna be easy for you, man. It's the thing for me. You're an athlete too. For me, it's like I want to learn the fundamentals. I want to get as much like what to do right in the swing, what to do wrong. What are like the the note like there? You can, you have to do this. Yeah. Like, like jump shot for like you got to flick your wrist. Like you yep. gotta you know have some type. Don't care how everybody got a different jump shot, but you got to get some rotation on the ball. Um. So I obviously had to do that. But once I kind of got past that. Now it's like, all right, now I just got to go play. Now I got to be an athlete. Now I got to get on the course and just figure out shots, get some bad situations, do some things. And I still, you know, I can't wait to see where I'm at like a year because it is a game that takes a lot of tweets. Yeah. But in this last five months, I've probably played as much golf as most people play in probably like two years. <laughs> yeah. So what what I like about – what I like about Randy – it's like the, our first lesson, he said, have you ever had lessons? And I said, nah. He said, good. Because mm -hmm. he said, a lot of times people overcomplicate the game. He said, it is a tough game. But it's some things that I hear people say that he doesn't agree with. So he said, I'm glad, you know, you, ha you haven't had that bias or whatever. Um, yeah. And obviously, you know, <clears throat> like you said, it's a, it's a tough game. But he said, as an athlete, he said, a lot of times where you – go wrong here is mental mentally yeah it's everything you know, it's everything so he was like you know being that you know you were after you've been through whatever whatever he said i like teaching athletes versus the regular joe so again you know we've gone through two classes um first class we were you know just working on the swing working on the swing so <clears throat> i ended up coming home going on amazon i ordered me uh, a net where I can just go out in the yard and yep. just work, work on the swing, work on the swing. So he said, look, that's all you need to do right now. Just work on your swing. And, you know, you want to get it to where you consistently hit mm -hmm. the ball. Um, so cool. Uh, next, uh, this past week, this past week was back out there working on the swing again. We did a little bit of putting, just giving me some key, some key pointers on the putting game. Cool. So he said, yeah. Class three, we either go on, you know, we're gonna focus some more on the putting and your shot. But he was like, at some point, I gotta teach you how to play the game. And he said, like, you know, and it's just like a rookie quarterback. Yeah, how you gonna learn? Get in there, get thrown in that fire. And then yeah. from, from there, he said, Look, we'll be able to maneuver some things, man. So I'm enjoying it. Uh Randy Joyner, man, definitely he's a yeah. uh, a great coach. He coaches a lot of lot, a lot of people here in the um in the Charlotte area. So that's a big thing too. That's why I kept telling you, like, oh, it's gonna be easy. It's gonna be because when you start playing, everybody just tell you how hard it is. Yeah. That's why everybody, oh, this game's so tough. I suck. And then you get out there and start playing with people who've been playing for 20, 25 years. It's like, damn, are you still suck? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not doing nothing in life for a year and I'm still sucking. I don't care what yeah. I can learn a new language in a year. Like, I'm not gonna be playing that 25 years and still suck. Facts. So it is a difficult game, but I'm, I'm at the end of the day, I'm an athlete. Like, you know, I'm nothing. So, but at the same time, a lot of people I find never got lessons. They just play. 
And mm-hmm. I've seen good players like that and bad players. So it's definitely about repping your swing because, once again, back to that jump shot. Every, you look at the NBA right now, everybody got a different jump shot. You know, yeah. most people got the same fundamentals, but, you know, Steph to Clay to Brad Bill to Harden, like everybody got their own little Sean Marion. We remember his jumper. Everybody got a little funk to their shit, but, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for your journey, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. All right, man. All right, man. Be good, brother. Yes, sir.